0: off this little reset and here's what i know from talking to you guys talking to family and friends is that most of us are feeling pretty effed over by 2020 that some of us are wondering where you know the tank is totally empty and um we feel a bit beaten up by all of the things that are happening to us and I know that feeling uh, and have experienced that feeling of things just kind of coming at me. And, and so I'm just trying to like float, uh, keep my head above water when, when it feels like sort of um, chaos surrounds me and I'm processing big feelings. And yet there's still three children and yet um, there's still a community to serve and clients to serve um, a team that I work with. And so what I wanted to create is sort of some no BS ways that I help myself feel better. And I say no BS because I think sometimes uh, right, what I want to really ground this in is that whatever you're feeling you're allowed to feel everyone is living within their own context no one is immune to the effects of what's gone on this year and it's going to continue so what i want to say first of all is that this is not about disregarding the reality of what you're living with this is about what i have how i've helped myself through these past few years of just total and utter Um, I mean, my life has just changed in a million different ways and I've needed to support myself through it. So there's been times where I was absolutely just a pile of tears on the floor. There's absolutely days where I've, you know, not wanted to get out of bed. All of that's okay. But at the end of the day, all we've got is ourselves, right? All we have is our own inner resources in order to be able to keep going, even when it feels like We don't really want to, and it's okay to feel like that. So, the first thing that I want to share with you about how I help myself feel better, even amongst a context that doesn't feel okay, and it's so simple, you guys, like over the, I'm going to share five things with you. So, here's the thing. When you are feeling like your back is against the wall, when you feel like you're having one of those moments, like, you know, the universe just keeps ditching it up to me. Uh, When you've found it hard, you feel like you've been in a slump for a little while. The first thing that I do, and the thing that has saved me over these years, is that I ask myself like the simplest question each day. And everyone can do this. And that question is what can I do today to feel good? Hmm, I told you these wouldn't be <laughs> hugely like, you know, it's not groundbreaking stuff, right? But there's an issue with this question. And the issue is firstly, that a lot of the women who I end up working with have completely lost touch with what makes them feel good. There's also this sense that we can feel good only when everyone around us is okay, so we 've kind of bought into that idea that our feel goods come off the back of other people feeling good, and right now in the world we 're surrounded by people who don't feel good, and you know our kids might be expressing anxieties or worries that we 're like, "Why do we never had to deal like, like deal with this stuff as As kids, or you know, like with extended periods out of school, missing friends, we might, um, you might have a partner who is out of work and is not okay. You might have lots of different um, circumstances around you, people around you that are not okay. But I just decided that every day I could ask myself and start exploring the things that actually made me feel good even if people around me weren't okay. All right, here we are, ready for step number two. <laughs> so here's the thing that you can do, is that you can manufacture these moments. When you've had a chance to feel the feelings, you can manufacture an energy rise. So I do this with music a lot. And there is a Conversations with Lisa playlist on Spotify just filled with pretty dorky music that I really like that has helped me through 2020. Uh, I put it on and suddenly making dinner is a little bit of a dance party in my kitchen, you know? Uh, It might be even something as simple as a five-minute yoga routine, uh, you know, it can really be so simple to just be like, Oh my God, like, look at me a movement in my day. <laughs> uh, it can be as simple as wearing your nice lingerie. Even if no one's going to see it, you can shift your energy when you want. And um, sometimes it's a hug. You know, Like sometimes just that That hug with with your kids like really being in that if you've got children a partner a pet whatever can totally shift your energy and you get to choose that if you want when you're ready like what are your what's your little inventory of things that your go-to energy shifts because you can create them we don't have to wait for them i think most of us we can get in a mood, we can feel really heavy, we can think heavy thoughts and we're not aware. And this is, this is for people like I really never, ever want to make anyone who is uh, struggling with their mental health feel, um, like this is actually, this is available to you. If you are available to it, mental health is real. Everything that we've been going through this year is real and is really having an impact on people. So I just never want to discount that, okay? But for those of you who can access this choice, who can start to write a little inventory of things that you know, like, I'm gonna talk about Roxette, because it it works for me. There are go-to things that I do Fleetwood Mac, another one. I'll put it on and I'll know that, that that energy shift is available to me. I do it in a similar way when I need to release emotions that are stark. There are songs that I know I can put on and have a really, really big cry. And that's good too. But you can, you can, you can manufacture this. What gives you an energy boost? I want to tell you that when it comes to feeling better fast, like when it comes to being in that kind of slumpy feels or, you know, you like how a year of lockdown feels or whatever it is. Uh, I don't go, Oh my God, that's it. No more chocolate. And, or, you know, I just, I don't make all these big, huge sweeping statements. Here's what I do. And it works every time for me. Uh, I choose one thing to focus on in terms of what i'm putting in my mouth and most of the time i just start thinking what could i have that's fresh or green in this meal so I just start thinking about like i just put my attention on fresher food like what else what could i add to this well literally what can i add to this is there's very few things that you couldn't just add a big whole big Handful of baby spinach or something too. <laughs> um that that stuff gets sneaked in everywhere around here. Or I think about um okay, I need to drink a little bit more water. Or you know what I often do, and I just focus on one meal. I just think like if like I'm just gonna eat a really good breakfast. What could I actually have for breakfast today that's gonna make me feel good? And it's like, oh. Maybe instead of just the peanut butter on sourdough, I might have Avo and tomato and salt and lemon juice on, on sourdough. Like just what are really, really simple things you can do to just feel better. And it's not about it's not about losing weight or it's not about being nasty to yourself about what you have been eating or drinking. That just this is low vibe. This is just about feel-good foods. That, but that actually make you feel better and this is i don 't want to be prescriptive about this i don 't think anyone ever really should be because you 've got your version of this your body actually knows what it needs it probably tells you in a million different ways uh, and and we sometimes just have to stop and listen. them for time so I'm gonna talk right now about something I like to call budget mindfulness and I'm not talking like cheap and nasty budget I'm talking like bang-for-buck mindfulness I was a person who for a really long time just genuinely thought this was something other people did something that was available to other people or that I could do if life wasn't so stressful Now, if you have that same feeling, you're like, oh, I've heard all of this before. I can't meditate or blah, 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 blah. You're exactly who I'm talking to because you are where I was. And I wanna tell you just a really few simple ways that I incorporate mindfulness into my day because here's the thing, you just do feel better. You just it's just like it's a thing that people talk about because it's a thing that actually works and you don't have to be good at it Like I thought I had to have some sort of skill. I thought I had to be a bit more Zen Uh, I thought I had to have more time and and create space for this So what I'm going to share with you are some budget mindfulness things that I do and the, The thing that most of us don't do is actually just get conscious around our breath and use our breath to help us sometimes so When we're in the stress response, when we're in that sort of stressed state, which uh, is kind of, for many of us, a way of life. Like we don't even realize we're in, we have heightened stress. I mean, there's so much coming at us all the time, right? One of the simplest things that you can do to tell your body, your nervous system, everything, to just calm down that everything's safe And I know you've heard this before but do you actually do it just take three deep breaths like really big deep breaths now I remember putting timers on my phone like twice a day to just and it was like take deep breath an alarm would go off and I would just I just got into the habit of reminding myself that my breath was like a tool that I could use time and it doesn't cost anything I didn't have to have an hour uh, to get up and um, drive to a rock by the beach and do some downward facing dog and you know it had to be a whole big thing it's not it's not about that that's lovely let's face it maybe not a rock but um, we can, at any stage, use our breath to just give ourselves a moment. Something else that I do, like when I get up in the mornings, is when I put my feet on the ground, I just say thank you three times. Simple. Just get myself into that space of, of gratitude. And I've shared it on here before that I, I remember when the kids were little, and I would be, you know, driving and they'd be meow, 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 in the back seats and or I just, I, like, I really, I'm not a fan of running late. I really like being on time for things. So I don't like that feeling of running late. But I just touch the steering wheel. Like, I just really hold the steering wheel. I feel it. Like, I just feel what was under my my hands, you know. that's That's mindfulness, right? It's just getting present to the moment and just being in it. You don't have to be good at it to get the benefits from it. Like, you can literally just take a few big, deep breaths and you've had a moment. Like, bang for buck is what we're about. And then you start to kind of get into it in a weird way. Like, you start to know when you've missed it. It really is an important part of my toolbox these days. And I'm not talking from the point of view of someone to whom this comes naturally. I'm not talking, like, you know, my kids are here 24-7. We're together. 24-7 and yet I can still do this stuff And it helps me feel okay even when there's flying around which is you know for many of us a Good description of 2020 stuff flying all around us. How can you be fine in yourself? how can you come back to that place of of Personal power peace calm. I mean I share I love sharing more about this my whole story of life was that life was chaos and I couldn't get off the treadmill. Like, it was just like, I mean, how do people even do that? Everything's just busy all the time. It was like, go from the moment I woke up. And I, it's one of the biggest stories that I've shifted for myself and it's had a profound effect on my life. And if you need to bust stories, you need to be getting yourself on the wait list for Ready for Change because it's coming in October and it's going to be our last time that we run it for this year and it changes so much for you. You start to see the BS you've been telling yourself and I know so many of us have it around mindfulness. This is honestly one of my foundational, fundamental go-tos and if you really get this, I mean, once it really kind of landed for me, it gave me so much power that no matter what was happening around me, uh, no matter how I was feeling, there was always a point at which I knew I could shift just by doing this. And so uh, I, and, I, and I'd heard it in many different ways before. I think that you probably will have to, but once I started to really experience it for myself, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, now I get it! Now I get why everybody says this stuff." And the and I, I really I want to preface it by saying that I hope you realize by now, um, if you've been following along, that I I very much advocate for humans experiencing the full breadth of human emotion and not shoving emotions down uh not always going into distracting strategies to distract ourselves away from what we're feeling that's not what today's step is about uh give yourself the chance to feel your feelings and then um but at some point what happens and and you probably can see this with If you've got children really well is that they can move from emotional states pretty quickly like they've just fallen over they've scraped their knees they're feeling really sad and um, you know like it's just big drama and then you know they get a band-aid and suddenly it's like oh okay well that's better moving right along getting back to playing with my friends Do you know, like you can see, you can, you can watch kids and you can literally see how they just drop it and, and move on. Yet us adults really get stuck in feeling a particular way. Like we don't even know who we are if we're not feeling a particular way. And so today I wanted to talk to you about, uh, choosing different thoughts. So if you've, If even if you've participated in this in any way, you have already been practicing what I am going to share with you today. And I'm going to give you lots of examples on this because I know it sounds simplistic to say, think different thoughts or choose different thoughts. But really, if you, if you're feeling a particular way, it's obviously because you're, it's it's sometimes because you're thinking a particular way, particular thoughts. And we get into habitual thoughts, right? And I absolutely know this in terms of the language that I have used around restrictions and lockdown in, in Melbourne, like even just that word lockdown, uh, and and thoughts that I was thinking at the start of this then changed and then morphed into something else And then the extension was announced and I was, and, and the thoughts that I was thinking about it were dictating how I felt about it. And when you get conscious to the fact that you can't really feel good, if you're thinking BS thoughts, you're like, "Mm no, your attention starts to go on the thoughts that you're thinking because, and I'm sure you've heard this before too. I mean, all of the people who work in this space <clears throat> will always remind you that you're not you're not your thoughts you're the the being the person that is thinking the thoughts right so you're the thinker of the thoughts which means that you can catch the thoughts and and you can change them and I'm sure that you I know that you've probably come across something like that before but and I'd heard it many many times but what 2020 is 2019, 2018 in my life, really, uh, has, has taught me is that if I keep on thinking these habitual thoughts about a particular circumstance or situation, and, and they're thoughts that aren't particularly empowering or, um, you know, they just keep that low level vibe going, <clears throat> I will never shift. Whereas if I can catch it and go, hang on, Lisa, what are you choosing to think about lockdown? Lockdown. What language you're using around it, um, because that's going to determine how you feel. So let me give you just a few examples of this. <clears throat> um, you know, I'm trapped is something that I felt a lot. I've felt that I'm trapped. That I'm, and you know, and so many of us would be like, yeah, you are trapped. But here's how I might change a thought about. That So I might be saying that I'm trapped, I'm trapped, I'm trapped, which means I feel trapped. And then I'll go, well, you know, is that serving me actually? Is it actually helping me feel better? Um, No. So then I think, what can I do today to have it feel fun? Like, what can we do today that's fun? That's it. A simple change of thought about the situation means I feel... Feel different. Can you see how you would feel different if you were telling yourself number one, I feel trapped versus how can we make today fun? Two completely different thoughts, same situation, but I've got a choice about what I think. Um, you know, when the extra restrictions were announced. I know for myself and lots of friends, we were saying lockdown is endless. This is never going to end, right? Which isn't true because it will, but this is, these were the thoughts like, this is never going to end. Oh, oh my goodness. This is just, this, this, this is endless, right? And so, you know, one thing happened and, and that was the language. That was the, the feeling was helplessness hopelessness, kind of like almost a giving up, uh, now like full permission to just like and that's fair enough. And I did, and I felt like that for a while until I didn't really want to feel like that anymore. So I had to choose a different thought and because my feelings follow whatever I'm thinking. And so I was like, okay, uh, this is going to end. How can I support myself through it? Can you see, like, so this is like the thought of this is never going to end. So one thing happened. The restrictions were announced, like the ongoing restrictions or our path out of, path towards a COVID normal, whatever you call it, happened. And first thought was this is never ending. This is never going to end. This is just too much. And then, uh, and so I felt like that. And I felt really heavy and like there was no pep in my step. There was no, There was all the, it was sadness. And I needed to allow myself to experience that because this is a really weird, crazy situation, right? But then at some, I was like, well, what am I going to do? Am I just going to feel like that the whole time? This is going to end, I chose to think. So how can I support myself to get through it? The same thing had happened. Two different thoughts that lead to two different feelings. So when we're talking about feeling better, I can't not give you a step that talks about you getting conscious to the thoughts that you're thinking. Because so often our feelings follow our thoughts. So I want to give you uh, a little you know, challenge with this step. And that is to start getting conscious to the thoughts that you're thinking, especially those habitual thoughts. And this is, this is what I teach inside Ready For Change because once you actually can, can spot what you're saying to yourself, catch it. And then, cause so much of what we're actually thinking, it's, it's not true anyway. It's just that we get in these habitual patterns of thought, just like you create habits around food Um, habits around lifestyle like we just do things like 90 95 percent of what you do is habit which means a lot of what you think is habitual and if you want to change if you want to feel better you've got to work on the thoughts that you're thinking those habitual thoughts lots of them come from your subconscious they're just stories that you're telling yourself and i just i mean i love teaching this stuff because when the light goes off for women about this it's totally transformational and that's why I wanted to share a little bit of that with you in this step. So I want you to really think about the thoughts that you're choosing to think about your current situation, whatever it is, anything you feel a bit angsty about. And then, or even just the day, today, what, are you, what thoughts are you thinking? And if you want to start feeling better, choose thoughts that help you feel better Right? So there's so many different ones that you can do. I often um, come back to two, two big areas. Well, three really. I mean, the easiest way to, to change your thinking and then feel different on the other side is to, to be in gratitude. You know, just be looking around, thinking about thinking thoughts that make you feel good about what you have uh, and, and, and who you are, like just grateful for the small things. Right. Uh, and yesterday in step four, I shared, you know, some simple mindfulness stuff. And one of them was, was the simplest gratitude practice that I do every single morning. And it takes about 10 seconds. Uh, I think that, um, you know, for me, a really, high vibe kind of place for me to be is in that space of possibility and so i'll you know if i'm feeling a bit low i just start to think about uh that you know today's a new day it is like all we ever actually have is is the present moment like we're ever only here right now like the the future doesn't actually exist it's always just the right now that we're in aren't we and so in that there's endless possibilities there's endless possibilities for what can happen and yet I think we close down the possibilities because we allow our circumstances to dictate you know even just how adventurous we can be in our mind and I know this because I get I get caught in this too but as soon as I shift my thoughts to what's possible right now uh, then then I just start to feel different Same goes with choice. And uh, this is where, you know, we can find a lot of our power is if our thoughts come back to what choices we have in in the present moment. So, uh, like, literally, you know, right here and now, what can I choose? And you can see how thinking that thought as opposed to, you know, all of my freedoms have been taken away or something like that. It, it might be the case that, you, that I mean, uh, we don't have as many freedoms as we normally do here in Melbourne, but right here and now, what can I choose puts me back in the driver's seat, changes the feeling that I have because the thought that I'm choosing to think is something that makes me feel better. You know, sometimes I even just choose to think I am surrounded by love, even when it's those moments where it feels really heavy and dark and a lot and just choosing to think that I'm surrounded by love, you know, from, you can, you know, family, like even if you're not with them, you're surrounded by it. You know, I choose um, to, to believe that, you know, there's, There's energy around me from people who have passed from the physical realm. There is love everywhere. I am love. You know, that's a beautiful thing to think as well, which changes then how I feel. I am love, which means I show up differently. I feel different. So much love to you. And um, I hope it's been helpful. If you want to get access to all five of the steps and uh, all of the Um, links and bits and pieces then just head to lisacordoff.com forward slash reset and i'll deliver them straight to you okay much love bye if you want to get your name down on the wait list for the next round of ready for change i'm not surprised it's a truly transformational program and i cannot wait to open the doors very soon Just head to lisacordaff.com forward slash ready. And the best thing is I'll send you a short training all about personal power. Yours. Three ways you can access it. It's a brilliant training and it'll keep you going until we open the doors to ready for change very soon.